Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome back to Beautiful Lives. You may have noticed the name looks a little bit different this week and that's because I'm embarking on a mini-series at the movies in which I'm joined by fellow beauty journalist George Driver to discuss all things beauty in some of our favourite films and hopefully your favourite films. Hi George. Hello. Hello. How excited are you? I'm too excited about this. I feel like we're both very pleased with ourselves that we've found a way to discuss our favourite topics which is rom-coms and hair and makeup Mm -hmm. which sounds very reductive but there we are it is the fact. There we are. (laughs) And also I found another reason to watch Dirty Dancing and look at all the details and pause yes. it on things like their toenails, which is something, well, which is a level of detail I've even not been no. to for on Dirty Dancing. Well, I feel like you've spoiled the surprise. This week is Dirty Dancing. <laughs> this week is Dirty Dancing. <laughs> what else could we have started with? It's iconic for many, many reasons. Yeah. Um, mostly, I think what we found, the total 80s ness of the 1963 film the very grease vibes of the 80s just invading its way into a different decade um in literally everything so one of the first things i said to george when we were talking about doing dirty dancing is that i think patrick swayze probably smells a bit like cheese and despite fancying him, by the way, enormously and thinking he's, you know, completely beautiful in this film. But I said he smelled like cheese. And George said, what did you say? Good or bad cheese? I No, as in, is that a good or bad thing? Some, right. I Sometimes with Maddie, you never know if that reference is going to be complimentary or not. <laughs> and a man smelling like cheese in the world of Madeline Spencer could be a great thing. So, I wasn't sure where we were going with it, but it, it unnerved me a little. Okay, so I think <laughs> when you said 80s grease, it made me think of that thing when everything's oh. a bit lacquered. And it, you know when you leave a cheese in the sun for a bit and it gets that kind of film on it? Yeah, it's actually making me feel a bit ill. Is it? <laughs> okay. No, I mean... I think of a nice I mean, manchego sweating gently. I like, don't want any cheese to sweat. Oh, really? I think We're it's getting off piece. Fine, sorry. Um, no, I meant 80s Greece as in Greece the movie, oh. where it's filmed in the late 70s, yeah. early 80s, yeah. set in the 50s, yeah. but all of the looks in the film are overladen, yes. if that is a word, with this 80s-ness. Like, the 80s aesthetic invades its way into every look and yeah. reference. So it ends up with this sort of mashup of somewhere in between, which I feel like Dirty Dancing is also another very good example of where the 80s couldn't help but creep its way into the 1960s completely, references. Completely with you. Okay, well then I think <laughs> we need to start in that case with mm. the hair, because that's the most obvious yes. 80s-ism, yeah. right? Yeah. So, character specifics. We have like this like chart in front of us with all of our favourite characters and, and some We've of them. We've done a very old school uh, mind map yeah. of total erratic notes. Yeah. I feel like we need to start with Baby. Okay, okay. Because she's the undoneness. Yes. And then Penny is the doneness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I think Baby has this 
very kind of loose but permed very classic 80s hair yes like we were watching it and i was like not to say that people in 1963 didn't have curly hair mm-hmm. but i think for the majority if you did you styled it out or yes. you smoothed it out mm. you didn't wear your natural curly or hair. you wore it in one of those like neat little things on the back of your head yes. where it was like all styled and you'd maybe put like a hair piece in it to make it bigger exactly. and some bows or ribbons or things always bows yeah and ribbons. some decorations um which i'm all and and baby has this very 80s natural perm which just feels i feel like it's just like quite jarring to the entire film well now you see i started watching this when i was really young and so to me it always felt like baby was just a person independent of time or situation it's actually been quite weird watching it from this perspective for me Mm. because baby and johnny just were baby and johnny like they didn't exist in a time okay and also Uh, You see, again, like, I never really liked her hair that much. To me, it was always like a mushroomy frizz. But now looking at it as an older woman, I think it's so cool. I don't think it's an older woman. I mean... (laughs) As an elderly lady. As a not child. I don't think it's your age. I think it's um, a change in trends. So, obviously, Mm. in the past few years, curly hair, like, for the first time in a long time, has really been embraced and felt very cool and very now. But is that the vibe of the curly hair now? Because you're hot on trends. So but that, that's what I mean. I feel yeah. like that's why you like it now. Because yeah, maybe, we yeah. sort of, our aesthetic has changed to be, we're back on curly hair. But obviously we had the 90s and the noughties where it was an anti-curl, it was a curl-free zone. So I feel like now we're watching it, we're like, she looks great. I love yeah. that loose curl. The texture is really cool. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about the fact that they were going to potentially cast her, Jessica Parker, who I also think of like as quintessential curly haired, small mm woman like do you think baby's physicality is really important to her being baby like do you feel like the curly hair and like the sort of like girlishness is is like really key yeah I wonder if they audition people with kind of smooth straight hair or something there is like you know we were saying before it's like a naive hair Mm -hmm. it's very like undone compared to her sister and her mum who are very quaffed and then you've got Penny who is you know the very air quotes exotic sexually liberated Um, she almost dancer. does look like a bird of paradise at she times. Like is she definitely colours. She yeah. looks like a beautiful praying mantis. Yes, and um, <laughs> with lots of feathered hair. But her hair is, is like the opposite of the the undone saved by the bell perm. Yes, it's the very quaffed, deliberate, feathered yeah. updo from the eighties. She's yeah. got the feathered fringe. It goes into a big bouffant. The back is all sort of like. Fruft and even feathered. She's got those like Madonna roots, like the black roots with the yeah. white hair. She's got a bleach yeah. with the roots. It's yeah. it's anything but sixties. Yeah, and it's like I love how brazen it is though that they were just like, oh, we're gonna sort of reference it. No, it's eighties. There's one scene where she's getting baby ready to do the the is it the mumbo that they're doing? I know the song is the Toro and Poco because I listened to that soundtrack the pachanga. today. No, it's not the pachanga. the pachanga. They never do a pachanga, which I'm desperately sad about. I know, we'll never know what a pachanga is. We'll never know what a pachanga is. Maybe someone could send us a, a pachanga. Hit, hit us up if you know what a pachanga is. Yeah, I'm very intrigued by the pachanga. Yeah. But the scene where she's getting baby ready and she's got her hair up, I feel mm. like that looks more like a nod. It's like they made mm. more of an effort in that moment for her to look like a 60s person. Yes, Because the rest yes, of the time, it's just like, whatever. We, we noticed it was much smoother. smoother. It was much more quaffed. It was much more... It's sort of a different mm-hmm. sort mm-hmm. of done. There's not loads of sort of 
froofy bits or frizzy bits. The classic 80s fringe that has like yeah. its own height. The 80s fringe is a, is a separate hairstyle to whatever is going on behind it. But thinking about like Lisa and Marge, or Marjorie, mm-hmm. I should probably call her. We got really into Marge. <laughs> we, got, we? we love Marge. We love, Marge is my just beauty goal. She's got the red hair. Yes. She looks great in a pair of high-waisted jeans playing golf. Very yes. into Marge. Yeah, Marge and also Jake. As a couple, I really, I, I mean, side note, but um, I quite fancy Jake almost as much as Patrick Swayze in <laughs> that's, this that's, film. That's like baby's dad to no. anyone who just doesn't yeah. know him by first name. Dr. Jake Houseman. <laughs> I have it done. I just watch these films and I'm like, so baby's dad. Baby's and dad. Maddie's like, Dr. Jake Houseman. I like Dr. Jake Houseman. He just sounds Maddie so knows his star sign. He's so great. <laughs> I like him and Marge as a couple. I think they're great as a couple. We were yeah. saying they're a sexy couple at the end. But yeah. Marge is very like, I mean throughout the film she plays this like quintessential wife role right like mm. she's you know this i wouldn't say submissive but you know she is she is qu- jake background is, background precisely background and i would say that actually lisa and marge are kind of more like similar in terms of like the way they operate and i think i was saying mm. to george i think they probably have quite a good friendship um is <laughs> what i imagine that in the way We're projecting that full storylines proje- onto lisa and Marge. completely but the way that dr Wait, jake houseman and baby have a good I've relationship i've also just had a revelation that they're called lisa and marge which no is obviously way. The well there you go i bet they do got we know that. if that was named after them probably i mean dirty dancing was big in the late 80s yeah yeah lisa and marge and then lisa and marge that's not a coincidence right again if you have any in, in Marge Simpson sight. again, also very quaffed hair, very quaffed <laughs> hair, famously quaffed. But this is but so Marge and Lisa, I think, have a similar vibe, like mm. grooming aesthetic, right? They both like their they makeup. They want that coral lipstick. Yeah. Mm. So Lisa and Marge more groomed, right? Yeah. But then looking at say Vivian Pressman, mm. sexy Viv, Vivian Pressman, who gets it that classic film treatment of the older yeah. kind of brash brazen Mm -hmm. cougar woman and because she has a cleavage and then we actually decided (laughs) can we just say an amazing cleavage yeah i really undersold that an Mm. incredible cleavage and when we're going through this george went boobs wow wow yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean it's a great great set of boobs it's a great um and vivian is made out to be this sort of older intimidating (laughs) Mm -hmm, scary mm -hmm. woman who pays for sex I think we decided she was about 35. The scene where she... It's what you said, it in yeah. the scene where she comes out the cabin and she's been sleeping with Robbie and she sees Baby and Johnny oh. kissing. And she, she, there's like a close-up of her face. There's not a wrinkle. There's not... I mean, she, she she's looks young. incredible. Bone structure's amazing because she's meant to be sort of post-coital. She's obviously fresh-faced and they've put a lot less makeup on her and they haven't mm. done her up to be this sort of scary yeah. cougar. And she looks incredible and is definitely... It's just that classic film thing where like sort of the older women are all younger than they've been made out to play. (laughs) The men are all 20 years older than the character they're playing. Jennifer Grey was uh, 27 and Johnny was 35 and they're playing people who are 25 and 19, so... I mean, it's just the... It's the tale as old as time. Can I add a side note on Vivian Pressman? Uh, We are sticking to beauty, but can I just add something about her, George? You can. George is the director here of, like, um, (laughs) order, because you know, like, I like to waffle. But just quickly, um, I didn't realise until I was researching this that she assisted on the choreography... On Very this, cool. 
and also went on to do the choreography, assist on the choreography on Evita, which is another favourite well, film. So, so all those dance lessons with Johnny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's really good. Viv. <laughs> Viv. Viv. Miranda is her real name. Um, okay, fine. Let's go back. So hair. So her hair is also more quaffed and more like kind of, well, it's, it's like it's the womanliness. We decided, yeah. you know, back in the 60s, there was sort of one look you did if you're going to do your hair and it was that smooth, big blow dry. Yeah. If saying this, we're not talking about height of fashion, twiggy, yeah. that kind of 60s. We're talking yeah. about civilian 60s. Mm-hmm. And it, it ended up with this sort of one look that actually whatever age you were as a woman, you had this big, blown out, smooth, sort of almost like dry texture. Yeah, there was a texture to it. Very like... static hair. Yes, yeah. And actually it kind of aged like a everyone to this homogenous age. Yes, yeah. Whereas Baby is a complete rebellion against it. She yeah. doesn't do hair like that. She doesn't wear the same clothes. And then also... We were talking about, this might be a spoiler for later, Mm. but when gross hotel dude, what's his name? Neil. What's his actual name? Neil Kellerman. Neil Kellerman, obviously. He owns multiple hotels. Yeah, he does. Um, And he takes all the women off. Lifeguard. (laughs) Lifeguard. He says to Bailey very cringingly, I like the way the wind moves through your hair or something. I like to watch your hair blowing in the breeze. Yes, exactly. But... Props to Neil, he maybe hadn't encountered a woman whose hair moved at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I baby's hair okay. does have a flow that is that very is modern. True. That is true. It moves, it's very kind of organic. Okay, okay, okay. But sorry, while we're on Until this, I need to say to you, because you were a bit scathing about baby, and I need you to, uh, oh. I need you to talk about this. But what I wanted to say is, you're talking about her hair moving in the breeze and how she's sort of effectively liberated in some way. Like, you know, like it's almost like taking off her corset, right? She's mm. not got all the hairspray and she's not put her hair in mm. some style. Baby is, and she's not dressing in this sexualized way. So to some extent, Baby is a 19-year-old who is just not part of sexual currency. Like yes. She just has taken herself out of the equation until she meets Johnny, whole other section. But she is presented right from the off as being like a... I would say militant feminist. She's she's a properly feminist character, but you she's an she's an you have issues with baby. I want to know what they are. I, yeah, I, feel, I don't feel like she's a very likable character, but I think she's a militant feminist in that she represents this old fashioned definition of what a feminist is. I personally would describe a feminist as a woman who decides to do what she wants to do is allowed. I say allowed, maybe that's the opposite. Yeah. She does whatever she wants, and that doesn't have to be something that is going against feminine norms it doesn't have to be breaking any sort of stereotypes it can be just exactly what they want to do the whole point is that you are not doing something to please someone else's version of what your life should be Mm. and baby is a feminist snob she looks down on her sister because she wants to be an interior decorator she judges her sister for wearing makeup for doing Mm -hmm. her hair Mm -hmm. for wanting to present herself in a certain way she thinks she's very above it all Mm. and then she ain't yeah she ain't and also judges her sister but as george with her sleuthing (laughs) discovered oh yes steals her beige iridescent lipstick iridescent beige lipstick AKA possibly my favourite makeup item that's ever been mentioned in a film ever. <laughs> Which like, we did a bit of a deep dive on on the internet. Yeah. Actually, it's probably Max Factor yes. who came out with it in the whole collection in the late of 50s. iridescent ones. Whole collection, brilliant names. Uh, Apricot Frost. Apricot Frost. You know, Lisa can't find her lipstick because actually we've seen previously, as soon as Baby gets into her dancing montage with Johnny, you see her on the bridge applying some lipstick because she's also sort of starting to like 
you know, care about these things in a way that she judged her sister for to the point where her only access to makeup is nicking her sister. And I don't feel like there's a gift shop on Kellerman's that would sell this. Like, is, is there a boot? Well, this is another thing we were saying about this, this sort of... Lisa Eldridge mentioned it in her show recently, but it was more about Victorians. But I think there's a similar idea mm. that applies of a secret makeup wearer. And to be in polite society, you secretly wear makeup. And if you openly wear makeup, you are a whore. <laughs> And um, and there's this sort of hypocrisy because, you know, Marge is wearing a coral lipstick. Lisa's wearing her iridescent beige lipstick and some, like, eyeshadow. But as soon as Lisa's Baby... Lisa's a big eyeshadow wearer, like an eyeliner eyeshadow Yeah, wearer. Like, quite yeah. defined. Yeah, really defined. Cleopatra-esque. Yeah, and as soon as Baby wears makeup, her dad's like, wipe that stuff yeah. off your face. And for him as like an innocent virginal teenager Mm. she should not be wearing that but it's because she was wearing bright blue eyeshadow Mm. and a coral lipstick for that dance with johnny at a tan and so it's much bolder yeah yeah maybe that's jake's (laughs) issue jake's just like take that off yeah you haven't blended at all (laughs) um but then you know, it's it's the idea that Lisa's allowed to wear the makeup because she's got this sort of respectable secrecy about it. There's a yes, slight yeah. shame where she's trying not it not to be too obvious. Whereas, you know, Penny and that crew, yeah, they're brazen about wearing it. Therefore, they are. Sucks. But I think just to um, not that I sort of stand by my man Jake, but just <laughs> just to say, I think that when Jake sees Baby in that makeup. It's so obvious in this film that the, that her evolving mm. wardrobe and makeup is harmonious with her sexual awakening. Yeah. And I think he looks at her face, sees the sort of blatant makeup. There's lipstick, there's eyeshadow, there's, mm. you know, skin stuff and thinks, I, okay, she's hanging out with these dancers. She's wearing this intense makeup. Yeah. What is going on I here? I do think, like, part of it is, like, you know, a genuine fatherly sort of shock like okay my daughter's growing up this is this is a bit shocking to me yeah but i do think that is tied into his idea of of snobbery as well assuming she's air quotes better than this you know she's meant to be the sister that's smarter that isn't falling into those flippant female ways of makeup and hair and now he's like looking at her like you're better than those people and you're better than wearing that makeup falling into that trap of linking makeup with a lack of intelligence or makeup with a lack of ambition right which yeah so i i can granted i think that that's probably we're not going to agree on jake here mate no 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 because i I think i think i i'm sort of 50 percent there with you and then the other part of me thinks she's never shown an interest in it he doesn't judge his other daughter lisa because she's always been into it like they say he just expected less from her or he expected this is the thing it's one side of that coin isn't it he either expected less of her or just thought that she's into this but with baby part of me is like she's looking at her she's seeing a woman who's literally going to lose her virginity that night because she's hanging out with this dancer she's wearing makeup and she's intersex and i do think that most dad's biggest nightmare is the idea their daughter having sex but she's she's 19 19. (laughs) so 19 during while we were watching this i was like hold up Mm. how old is she She's meant to be 19. So Mm. at this point, she's graduated high school. Mm. In theory, she's off to college or already at college. She's a legal adult. She's not, you know, I know a lot of these films or even like Disney films and stuff. You're like, oh, they're 15 or Mm. like, you know, West Side Story. She's 15 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's she is 19. 19. 
move on to makeup. I don't know if we can move past iridescent beige. Yeah, iridescent <laughs> beige. That's, that was my favourite moment. And baby wearing the blue eyeshadow. Well, we couldn't decide yeah. if the the dance out of town where she first wears that heavy makeup mm. and it's pretty poor. You know, you've yeah. got the pastel, the cool tone blue, and then the classic powder around the eyes that creates this sort of ghostly effect and then yeah. the very vibrant lipstick. Like someone who stole their mum's makeup. Yeah, we yeah. couldn't decide if it's the film being self-aware and authentic that she's meant to look like she's done it herself. Yeah. Or if the makeup for the film was just quite bad. We would welcome your thoughts on this. Yeah, if you've got any knowledge of who did the makeup for the film and yeah we did look into storyboard yeah i'd like to know that too and also um while we're looking at that we're also looking at nails i think we just have to mention that if you pause on the scenes where you see people's Mm. nails as i did (laughs) every time (laughs) so penny matches her nails to her outfit yeah, every outfit. She's got that red dress signature penny, bright red, long nails. And then the pink dress earlier on, we paused on her toenails. We paused on them. When and she's doing that dance with Johnny where they pink. walk forward in that room. I love that dance. A frosted pink to match the frosty pink dress. It's very coordinated. It's very coordinated. And also, um, Lisa wears nail polish when she's going to seduce Robbie or slash sleep with Robbie, really. After she said, George, can you say what you said about her as a sister? Because I found that really moving. I feel like I've never really paid that much to Lisa as a character before. And like when Lisa, they're painting the set near the end and Lisa sort of kind of with all her bravado goes up to baby to be like, oh, tonight's going to be the night and Robbie doesn't even know mm, yet. And mm. she's sort of trying to like be kind of, I guess, macho in a way. She wants baby to notice her and to be impressed by her. Mm. And baby, unfortunately, is just like, doesn't care about anything apart from Johnny by this point. I sort of feel for Lisa in yeah. a way, but then also I do think, I do see where Bay's come from because I would find Lisa quite a frustrating yeah. sister. George, I think we absolutely have to talk about wardrobe. Yeah. I think the first thing we have to say is the pastels and the black. Yes. Maddie told me this like revelation that I've, you know, when you're just like, how did I not see that before? And it's that throughout the film, Johnny is perpetually an all black. There are some moments when he merges into a, a khaki. The, his softer moments. A, a George said his olive green shirt. The, the olive green shirt's very After good. After the dance, he's wearing a short sleeved and short sleeved, mm. great on him. Yeah, short sleeved olive um, shirt. That's yeah. just it's just great. That he's emotionally is just open, great. and he's wearing yeah, olive green. He's, he's, he's lightened his colours, but then the all black outfit sort of kind of bookend that yeah. look the height of which is when he goes to speak to the dad to say bye and he's wearing the sunglasses the black it's leather jacket extremely Danny Zuko the black jeans <laughs> and the black shoes it's, it's all very black. t-bird and it's meant to be the height of summer so it must be sweltering really really like warm. a cheese like a cheese one could say yeah. a brie so he is perpetually or like apart from the lovely olive green segue mm. Mm. Uh, he is always in all black and yeah. then baby is almost always in all white or pastels or like actually I think just like towards the middle to end it's much more all white which feels like very obvious cinema wardrobe but actually I don't know how I never noticed it's such obvious symbolism though isn't it let's do Johnny's hair now and then we'll come back while we're talking about Johnny let's go on go on let's have it so Johnny's hair is like mad long and mm-hmm. apparently in real life Patrick Swayze turned up to the auditions or rehearsals even with shoulder length hair that was almost as long as hers yeah and he did go on to do a film after this i think called like steel dawn or something and he's got super long hair and he's 
for this mad role but so he clearly was growing it and throughout the filming they filmed for 43 days and he didn't have it cut once yeah so as the film goes on it progressively gets longer mm. and sometimes it's sort of like slicked back into that like you know rockabilly sort of elvis quaff yeah which is kind of like cool and rebellious and hat but then other times it just gets absolutely out of control and actually when they're on stage at the end his fringe is mad i love it it's though. so fluffy like and long i go in and i like it when it's like very quaffed because i think that's cool but then like we're talking about the ducktail at the back of his net that is threatening to go mullety i think um you know again sort of like baby's got this like loosey goosey mm. perm compared to the quaffs of the other women Johnny's got this, uh, you know, he's he's a badass dancer, so he's got this rebellious long hair compared to Dr. Jake. Yeah. Do you feel like Johnny and Baby just had this thought, have yeah. very similar hair? Like, in terms of, like, like male woman, like, versions, like, similar kind of mid- I think if he had color. a perm, it'd be pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, so they've got They're, very similar hair. Are they merging into that brother-sister, you know, when couples look like each yeah. other? Yeah. But apparently but then, you fancy people who look like, not your siblings, but like- Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think also that ties into the deep, deep tans. Deep tans. That we discussed. Yes, all round deep tans. Which, like, at some points look glowing and amazing. And at other mm. points, when is it when Johnny's just looks, oh, when Neil turns up to say Pachanga. Yeah, um, Pachanga. And Johnny's tan is so deep. It's, it's so like deep. white mad. Especially because he's wearing black, which usually you look quite pale against. Yeah, he's no. like, Imagine he's really that man, like, maybe this is why the costuming, they couldn't put him in white. We basically, while watching, we took a whole side turn with Maddie yeah. talking about hooded eyes uh, and, and hooded eyes on men and hooded eyes on women and how apparently who was yeah. There? So the woman who wrote this all, Eleanor Bergstein, is that the right name? Eleanor Bergstein, I think it is. Yeah, um, she said basically that um, Eleanor Bergstein. She said that she um, had written this as like it was her. Ex- pretty much her experience i mean she's she's sort of not outright said it but she wrote it and she said she'd had this thing mm. and she was quite big in casting the right man and the only thing she said is i want to see the eyes of all the actors who might be johnny and she wanted them hooded and when she saw patrick Swayze, she's like him i want him so she looked for someone with hooded eyes and i was just saying to georgia i have a i have a massive thing about hooded eyes on men and women i, I just find them really appealing which i find very funny because i have very hooded eyes and i which find I love. them annoying right at best Okay, so I love a hooded eye, but, and Johnny's hooded eyes just look so great. Okay, baby Johnny, black and white. Yeah. What else have we got? We've got Penny and her colour. I feel like we should maybe just just sum up that that's quite obviously implying that she's yeah. innocent and he's... Corrupting. Corrupt! Corrupting the 19-year-old. Yeah. Okay, Penny, very colourful. So, well, yeah, like we are saying, she's, yeah. she's a bird of paradise. Yeah. And also... Do those, you know, people that do dancing out there, mm. the dresses, mm. do they come with the pants inbuilt? Mm. I love that yeah. Penny swishes her skirt so high yeah. to almost display the pants, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I love because I just think it's so great. But do, do, you would have to very thoughtfully put on certain pants it, or does it come with the don't dress? Don't you feel like in the 60s though that like everything was more considered? Like you would go to a shop mm. and you'd buy a dress and maybe like because they'd made you the dress or because they made the dresses in the shop they'd be like there's matching underwear yeah. and you'd buy the whole set almost. Yeah. You'd never go to M&S and be like oh let's have like four cotton. It's not, it's not a fast fashion either. No, you're no. really, you're going to wear that Although, ensemble yeah but they're hopefully not the knickers to death that's the other thing like knickers that have a different that shelf like, is it a bodysuit are you yeah. wearing then do you wear pants under the bodysuit exactly. eternal dilemma 
baby mirrors her a lot as she sort of has this yes. dance and sexual awakening. Her and Penny go to get herself yeah. ready for the dance and they're both wearing the same sort of white off the shoulder mm -hmm. kind of you know, casual blouse with they're kind of mirroring each other there. And then obviously Penny dresses baby mm. up for this dance and mm. she puts on the red dress. While wearing gold hoop earrings. Yeah. Not very sixties. Not yeah. no. We're literally like Where's the paste? The Where's the enamel? The dings. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's sort of it's you know very similar to a red dress that Penny's worn earlier in the film. And yeah. it's kind of baby's transformation mm. into kind of the Penny that maybe Johnny used to mm. love. Mm. You know, although we did discuss that we love Johnny and Penny's relationship that's very platonic and loving. He has really huge respect for her and his first concern is her before he even really And he thinks respects of baby. baby as well. Like he's he's a, I think Johnny's a great he's a great yeah, dick to her a couple of times. Well, yeah, he didn't like him saying uh, where'd you get the money from? Because right? Oh well brave yeah. asking your dad for money. Yeah, yeah. George, I think we need to talk about Johnny's bracelet. Yes, Maddie was very perturbed by this. <laughs> she was not happy. Basically, later on in the film, he's wearing... No, it's when they first have sex. And he's topless. Cry to me. Voted the most sexy scene ever. I'll accept. Go on. I mean, yeah. you know, if four plays your thing, we've got about five minutes of just dancing before anyone gets anywhere. That's how I like to do it, George. Yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Maddie just weaves on the spot I'm sexually. I'm standing and, there, yeah. stroking and listening to music. Just exploring each other's bodies. <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, what we didn't like to explore, or what Maddie yes. didn't like to explore, yeah. was he's topless, apart from he's wearing this chunky gold... Silver. Chain... Is it silver? It's silver. That made it worse. Well, I think it's... It made it worse. <laughs> this chunky metal yeah. bracelet, yeah. which is sort of a big chain, and then it's got almost like a sort of... Um, like an engraved that kind of tag bit on tag it. Tag, or could, like yeah. almost like military tag yeah. sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we it. know he wasn't in the military, so. I mean, I also yeah. don't know if a military bracelet is a thing. It's not. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know how it came to be on his wrist. I don't. I, I, I feel like, like you don't see it any other point. No, I don't feel like it's visible in. He wears all these short sleeve shirts, and yeah, I didn't notice it. I just noticed it when he's got his arm around baby, no, and it's and just also, really there. It's not dissimilar to a chunky watch, but by not being by being a bracelet and not a watch, I feel yeah. like the the choice is the key item. Like here, that's like, what I mean. Why is he wearing? I mean, maybe there's like some sad story. It's not a Connell's chain, though, is it? It's not. There's no hotness. I feel like maybe it didn't have enough airtime. You never know. <laughs> like Johnny's bracelet could become the Connell's chain of of, <laughs> of, of the older movies. Yeah. But one thing you liked about Johnny and his style Johnny. is his Cuban heel. Yeah, I have a weird penchant for a man in is a Cuban a heel. Do other people have that? Okay, I think it goes back to my love of Strictly Ballroom, mm -hmm. the film. Yes. I watched it a lot as a child. I love yes. it now. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favourites. And obviously in Ballroom and Paso Doble, mm -hmm. if you wear a Cuban heel, like a lot of the men in the film wear these Cuban heels because yeah. it is culturally relevant, but also for the Paso Doble, it's the shoe you wear to do it. Mm. But I just think there's such a mix of different men in it. And I love that it's just got like, I don't know, it's got like a cool 60s-ness mm. to it. Mm. I think in a very not weird way, my mm. dad always wears really cool shoes and he loves the 60s. And when we were growing up, he always used to wear a slightly heeled boot. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So, where are we at, George? I feel like, right, we've covered hair, we've covered makeup, we've covered nails, we've covered the mad tans. Yep. Um, we've covered wardrobe. I think, I think we've sort of, we've covered it all, really. Can I then say a couple of the random things I've got on the piece of paper before we do our final, like, question bit? Permission granted, yes. Okay, so Penny, Cynthia Rhodes, was in Staying Alive with John Travolta... This film oh. with Patrick Swayze and run away with Tom Selleck, meaning she has acted oh. in films with all my three hottest men. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, very you men. So I'm very... Yeah, well done her. Very jealous of her. Great choices. Um, Dr. Jake Houseman, I, I'm sad that you didn't... <laughs> Dr. Jake, Dr. Jake Houseman. Only, only the full name was man. <laughs> Dr. Jake, I'm sad that you didn't mention his um, funny shirt during the golfing scene. Can you explain what you found disturbing oh. about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like the golfing scene was one of those where we were fully up close. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call mm-hmm. baby's dad just to be belligerent. Yep. With his face. And we were like, is he hot? Are we old? Is it confusing? We don't know. Mm-hmm. And we mainly, I mainly decided that the, the confusing thing was he was wearing a shirt that seemingly had a sort of line across it that looks like a tabard or apron. <laughs> That was very distracting. I don't even know what style of shirt you would call that. Yeah, it was weird. And then mainly it just kept cutting to Marge looking absolutely incredible with the crocodile clip updo. I love Marge. Not very 60s either. We love Um, Marge. (laughs) And shirt tucked into jeans looking incredible in her golf wear. Um, Also just props to um, Jerry Orbach, who plays Dr. Jake Houseman, for that incredible scene where he's completely Mm. silent, doesn't say a word, and you get all the emotions. And I think you've got to be a great actor to do that. The on-the-edge dad cry is is very it's very good very emotive very very good yeah okay two more things one max kellerman we just didn't mention him and i sort of am fascinated by him i'm fascinated by the fact that he has a cigar at breakfast (laughs) (laughs) which also i think you only noticed the third time it happened the third time it happened and then george was like yo he's had a cigar at every breakfast (laughs) and it was like why is he smoking a cigar at breakfast i was like oh max yeah he has one at every breakfast Every breakfast. And yeah. um, he comes out with one of our top quotes, but I'll save that right yeah. for the end. And then the other thing I was going to say is just a shout out to mm. the dancer who looks like she is... The, firstly, the diversity of dancers' bodies, right? Because it would be mm. so easy in a film like this to do a, I don't know, like a staying alive, right? And have everyone mm. have these kind of exactly the same bodies. But actually, when you look at the dirty dancing, it is almost like they've got different members of staff dancing dirtily. I do feel like... It's not that dirty. Dirtily. 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 I do think your point about Johnny and Baby when you were younger seeming like they were in their own time zone is probably not just you being a very, like, 
you know, being mm-hmm. very absorbed by the story as a child. I think it is the fact that, like, they seem to exist in no sort of time zone that makes sense because of their merginess of 80s and 60s yeah. and whatever. But also because the dancers, it's almost like when you go, when she goes into that party in the staff's quarters, I yeah. don't know, hut. The hut. The hut. You know, George noticed the abundance of these kind of wood So many cabins. shacks. So many shacks. Well, this is the sexy shack. Yeah. And, um... All of these dancers are like fully not from this decade. Mm. All of them are rocking a different super 80s, Mm -hmm. almost top to toe look. Like, you know, there's loads of women with that short, cropped, feathered, super layered, almost like Diana hair. There's loads of them. Just think, well, no wonder you didn't know what time zone they're in. Because it's almost like if it was a sci-fi, that shack would actually be like... Yeah, true. true. A time machine. And you go into there and you've actually time-travelled to the 80s and then you leave again and you're in the 60s. But I feel like if I'd have made Dirty Dancing, I'd have done a spin-off where I showed more about each of those couples because I feel like they were quite... Like, there's that young couple where the woman who... You know, there's a young couple. The man is quite sort of pretty looking, almost like a young Elvis. Not quite as pretty, but there's there's this one couple. He's wearing a hat, and, oh, um, yeah. and they're quite into each other. And he, then there's, he tips his hat. Yeah, he tips his hat yeah. at the camera, and they're a couple I find quite sweet. And then there's this woman who is like a proper like. Yes, yeah, so this pot. is what we're getting to with the the short short hair. Short short hair, very straight and choppy. Yeah, yeah, like almost like she's like. She's very quite heavy brow. It's a bold look. It's bold. And, and Maddie was obsessed. She doesn't with have her. a classic dancer's <laughs> physique either, right? Like she's not te- like long and lean like Penny. I, yeah, but Penny is is literally like the stretch yeah. Armstrong of dance. Yeah, I'm not saying she uh, she looks good. I'm not saying yeah. she doesn't look good. I just mean she doesn't have like that long like she's not spaghetti the ballet body. Yes. Spaghetti body dancer yeah. thing. And she's right next to Johnny when they're walking up that aisle towards baby and I'm like I love that they put that woman there like stroking her own hair like kind of like she's, feeling she's it. She's so into it and like she's earlier, so into it. I love when that in woman. The sex shack. Yeah. And she's dominating the man. Yeah. And she's grasping this man <laughs> who's seemingly nosing his way up her left boot. Yes. And she is like in charge of it. And yes. she just seems to turn up all the time. And we're like short haired women. I love this woman. I'd like to know what she did next. We should have checked the credits to see what she's yeah, down what she's character been in. name. Yeah, that's a shame because she's the one that I didn't check. I checked everyone else. So we're just calling her short haired woman, which short-haired feels like woman. a disservice. She Anybody is. who knows that character's yes. name in the film or yes. as an actress holler up yeah yeah okay um rounding up so johnny was meant to be italian initially do you think it would have been bad if he were italian um i mean like you said we've all seen that billy zane audition video which is like bad oh it's so bad it's so great yeah and i kind of love the idea of just a very moody billy zane attempting Mm -hmm. to be as elegant as Mm -hmm. patrick swayze um, I think it's interesting that Patrick and Jennifer Grey weren't friends, didn't like each other, had been in a film together hey, and hated each, each other. other. Do you hey, think that... each other. I mean, some people say it adds to tension. I just think they seem like they're mega into each other, so maybe it did add to it, like sexual tension. I... I mean, I guess, like you said, like, you know, love and hate are extremes of a sort of similar emotion. Yeah, 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 so yeah. maybe being really pissed off with someone comes across quite well on camera. <laughs> Would you want to go to Kellerman's on holiday? It's like, sort of somewhere I'd love to go and my nightmare all in one like yeah, the organised funness of it all <laughs> I would find hilarious so maybe one day and then I would be like I hate everyone mm. here mm. but the breakfast buffet selection was strong I also like increasingly holidays where 
Like the boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> Quite genuinely, where you're yeah. in a compound almost. Because it's like, if I'm, say, somewhere where there's loads of sights to see, I perpetually mm. feel like I'm not seeing the thing I'm meant to see. And maybe I should be trying to see more. And yes. then I'm like, but I'm also on holiday and I live in a city, so I need to, like, sleep and eat and chill. Yeah. So sometimes being somewhere like Kellerman's, where it's, like, just miles of nothing, like, maybe you play golf, but maybe you also just sit in your cabin reading. Yeah. Quite I think thrilling. I think where Dad goes to have his sort of emotional moment on, yeah. on that late oh yeah happily sit there for quite a while yeah 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 also i quite like marge and jake having their time together on their holiday i feel like they were yeah we decided that no one noticed where baby was for a lot of the time so actually marge and jake are really making the most of their holiday (laughs) because as maddie said he's a very sought after doctor dr jake and maybe they don't get to spend a lot of time together we really came up with a backstory for these two we did we enjoyed that that was really fun for us enjoying their golf i wonder when they met i bet they met like fresh out of college right (laughs) Like, I bet they've been together for ages and ages. I don't think they met each other older. Nah, I reckon that Jake broke up with his high school sweetheart for Marge. Yeah. Oh, Marge. Saw Marge and was like, that's it. Marge is a babe, I Marge bet. Is a babe. Yeah. But Jake's also pretty hot. Oh, we haven't even mentioned fake Marge. Fake in the Marge! Opener. Yes. Where Marge, original Marge, got recast, yeah. so, but they forgot to reshoot it. And it's like the worst Easter egg. It's not even a glimpse. There's a whole scene of them arriving at Kellerman's, and there's a woman with blonde hair in the front of the car. But she never notices until you yeah. notice it. And then yeah. it cuts yeah. to them arriving, and it's yeah. the back of the car, and you can see her, and she's still in there. Yeah, I know. It's pretty bad. It sticks out. The thing is, they didn't have very long to film it, so maybe they just thought, oh, no one will notice. I know. I, it was even <laughs> thinking no about like, shooting a film of 43 days. That's yeah. a nightmare. Mad. Okay, so there's a very famous quote in Dirty Dancing, um, I carried a watermelon. I carried a watermelon. Which is not my favourite. And also nobody puts baby in the corner. So this is this is the, the end of the episode. End of the episode. we discuss our favourite quotes. Favourite quotes, yeah. Just That's right. I don't like either of those. I don't like either of those. I don't like I carried a watermelon. What does she even, what do you think she's trying to say when she says I carried a watermelon? Do you think she's just trying to say I'm not with this guy I was being useful. I was bringing groceries. Much She's trying needed to justify her presence. <laughs> like, yeah, to this I party. Carried a watermelon. Yeah, it's a hot um, night. You're all dancing. But also, it's, it's sort of watermelon. like... She's meant to have, despite being kind of quite a dry, serious, snobby person. Otherwise, she's meant to be goofy, isn't she? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, because I said to George, what do you reckon that they talk about when they're not like doing sexy talk and dancing talk? What What's their conversation? And George is like, they just goof around. That's all yeah. they do. Well, I mean, when they're on that log, they are they are wild. They're crazy. You're they wild. Crazy. That's another quote I hate. I hate okay. you're wild. You're wild. Because I would have said you're wild. That's the kind of thing I would say to a man and then immediately, immediately want, want to, to stuff die. it back in my yeah. mouth. And then he also says, what does he say? He says, what did you say? And then she has to go to the second time. You're wild. Yeah. Like a second time. twice. Yeah. Because I, I, I have said things like you're wild and then, and then thought, I will never forget that I've said that. I'm not going to say what I've said here, but I've said things like that and thought, oh my God, that needs to, <laughs> needs to go that. away. Okay, but we have a couple of other contenders. Yeah, I mean, I can't find my iridescent beige lipstick. That's your favourite. Is that your favourite? Yeah, I think so. Just because... You like that one, though, didn't you? Sit down, Jake. <laughs> Sit down, Jake. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Jake Hausman yeah. goes to be kind of, you know argue against what the final dance would he have scene? gone up on stage yeah, and like pulled baby stop this. off everybody yeah. oh yeah and I can imagine him doing that actually yeah, everybody George just wafted her hands in that in kind a, of quite a dad way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, no and Marge is like sit down Jake and he's like okay I like that like Marge is like background but you know there's like she's the controlling factor yes, there yes, when, yes. when he's like that's it we're all going home Christmas is cancelled yeah. they're like no would we have a talent show and he's like Okay, fine. He's yeah. like, Dr. Chick Houseman will do it for the gals. But the sit down, Jake, is the first time you hear her say anything real. 
I can't yeah. believe anything Marge actually says. Yeah, I don't know if we if we play the game talk? of counting how many lines Marge has, it's not coming out favourably for her. It's like three lines. And that's the first yeah. one or the only one where she says anything that's like a directive. Like But she smashes it. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> Sit down, Jake. She's she's got the control. Okay, yeah. take that stuff off your face. Not a great quote, but I think quite an important one for the topic of the podcast. Yes, definitely a lot of hypocrisy there with yeah. who's who's allowed to be wearing that makeup and who's not. Yeah, whatever the reason. Why dad so shook us by it. Yeah. Um George and I both liked I like to watch your hair blowing in the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we can all relate to that. Like, something similar in our lives has happened where someone you yeah. don't want to get with it's just, like, <laughs> saying something super cringe and you're like, oh, I could laugh, I could cry, I just don't want to be here. That was awful. And almost, like, you relive it in your head and you're embarrassed for yourself even though someone else said it. And you're like... She's quite oh. good, though, baby, at getting away from Neil, actually. Like, Doesn't she, she is... come and get collected? They're, like, on the dock, like, someone's, like... Doesn't she know? Doesn't inside. she say, "Let's"? I'm hungry. She says, "I'm no, hungry." He says, he, he says, "Oh, do you want a snack?" I'm hungry. Let's go get you fed, baby. Because he's like oh, yeah. treating her like a like a queen, rabbit. Like she's gonna be the queen <laughs> of Kellermans <laughs> one day. Okay, but I have to say my favorite mm. quote, and it, it's an aside, and I have to listen to it many times. But it is the wonderful Max Kellerman with this Danish is pure protein. I have never noticed this <laughs> quote before ever and Randy said this and I was like I can't even think of where in the film this is going to turn up and it's such an aside like you will like blink and you will miss it and he literally puts a Danish next to <laughs> Dr. Jake's head Dr. Jake Hausman's Dr. Jake Hausman's head and says sort of almost in his ear this Danish is pure protein which is like not true a Danish is fully not pure protein man who smokes cigars at breakfast has collected a Danish brought delivered presented it to Dr Jake Hausman and said yeah. this Danish is pure protein and also Jake to his infinite credit as a doctor doesn't say you're wrong you will die <laughs> if you keep eating and pure protein Danish. I mean Dr. Jake Hausman as a doctor is not questioning why Max <laughs> Kellerman is having a cigar with breakfast every day so he's, yeah he's, but they're old friends where do you think they made friends they're like old buddies, aren't they? I don't know what the version of Eton is in America. Yeah, something like that. Yale. Yeah. yeah. Columbia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Harvard. Yeah. It, yeah. And other, other university names. Yeah, all those nice American ones. Um, right. Do we need to end on our favourite song? Oh, we haven't even discussed that all of the songs are not from 96th Street. Oh, but yeah. that is a whole other podcast. All other not from... And also that Lisa Houseman wrote... Hula Hannah. Well, this is what I was going to say. We need you to want to do the Hula Hannah? Uh, I'm not singing the Hula Hannah. Hula Hannah. I don't know what the words are, but I'm That's also enough. doing the dance. When you Hula 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 yeah. yeah, that is a high point. Yeah. But what was, what was the best song in your view? That one. 80s or otherwise? That genuinely. <laughs> genuinely. You said that at your oh, wedding you wanted no, all dirty dancing songs. Oh, Which one? Um, love Man. Okay, yeah, so I would say Do You Love Me only because... Oh, or cry to me because I'd like to be in both those scenes. I would like oh, to she's have like that scene. No, she's like the wind. She's like the wind. Shout out to my one Tom Groves. Yeah, he loves that song. It's, it's a great song. It's the a sax. Worthy it's contender. all the eighties cheese we want. Yeah, listen to she's like the wind. But okay. also, yeah, love man. But also, don't you want to go to that party so 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 much? I would like to be good enough at dancing to be at that party do you think that if i, I think came i would your... be more baby being taught how to grind at yeah that party? dying inside but do you yeah. think that if i came to your wedding and danced like that that anyone would judge me do you think you could no warn, i would encourage it warn your parents I've already... dirty dancing at your wedding honestly who knows what the parents will be doing by that point okay, so wonderful. 
Yeah. Well, it's an aspirational film for me and a wonderful one. I'm so glad that you agreed to talk about it, George. <laughs> I mean, it's been it's been a delight. And it's we've been got a delight. Loads more to come. Loads more to come. Yeah. This is just the beginning of our mini series. Yeah. So answer our questions. Um feedback, please. <laughs> answer them. Answer our questions. <laughs> Tell us what you thought. Um I will link to George. George, what's what are you on Instagram? I'm George. I'm G Driver. I am G Driver. I'm G Driver. And um, you know where I am. And let us know what films do you want us to That's ramble a good about point. That's and a good analyze point. the possible dubious hair and makeup yeah. in. Alright, on that note, thank you, George Driver. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.